Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Keith over here, broadcasting live from uh, Pensacola Business Radio X studios. And I've got a fantastic group of characters around the table with me this afternoon. And uh, I'm going to go around the horn here, but we've got a great show planned for you. And uh, I'm going to turn it over to Deb. Please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Deb Moore, and I am your Democratic candidate for Escambia County Tax Collector here uh, with the retirement of the Honorable Janet Hawley. Fantastic. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Mr. Carver. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm Jeremy Carver. Um, people ask me what I do, and I raise two young boys, and in my spare time, I'm a financial advisor, so uh, self-declared numbers nerd. There you go. This is Calvin Bonifacio with Grub Ninja. Remember, when you think of me, you think of local restaurants, you think of awesome beer and wine, and you think of how it's going to be deliciously delivered to you. And food. And food. I said local restaurant. Oh, that's right. Okay, I guess that counts. Go ahead, Kevin. And I'm Kevin Parr, part owner and chief operating officer of Drink It's. Yeah. Okay, so let's get, uh, let's talk about that, baby, because you came a little early and you, you made us some really cool drinks both alcoholic and non-alcoholic but it was a little ice a little water this really cool powder packet and whatever alcohol you wanted to add to it right we've taken the mystery um, out of making drinks you don't have to be a certified bartender these are great drinks you can make at home um, they're great for uh, restaurants um, as well um, they're wonderful they're simple they're easy and they taste great every time yeah okay so what did we have um, we had the chocolatini we had um the uh, started off with the uh, Cosmo. cosmopolitan, and um, we also had we had an apple martini or um, something. Apple didn't we? And, and the apple martini and, and the Cosmo. Yeah, okay, right. so I was impressed because the chocolatini tasted like Yoo-Hoo, mm-hmm. which like was awesome, <laughs> right? Because usually I don't do like White Russians or or, or any of that because like the cream and alcohol doesn't work with me, right? But there's there was no dairy in this. It was right. all cocoa powder and. And and chocolate flavor, right? And all of our flavors are natural flavors. We don't add any preservatives um, in there. So there's chocolate and cocoa in that chocolate. Yeah. So on the label, I could pronounce everything that was in there. Right. Which we I thought was really cool. And we don't add preservatives. Yeah. So, okay, where did this come from and, and why is it why is it not everywhere, first of all? <laughs> well, we just got up and running. The idea came from um, ourselves. We're a couple of Navy guys. Um out there in the desert, um, every rock eating our meals, um, opening up the drinks, mm-hmm. thinking, boy, wouldn't it be nice to have a cocktail? So we <laughs> uh, came back to, uh, to the U.S., uh, got back in, the, in our reserve units, and our majority owner uh, came up with the idea and started working on it. Nice. And then when it got far enough, uh, he convinced me, and I know Jeremy will uh, blanch at this, but I quit my high-paying job, uh, used my money and his money. Uh, to come on board and, and start. I like, I like how he's honest. I use my money <laughs> and his money. <laughs> and started this company. Um, and we just got these drinks, uh, the first seven in packages. We have 24 total flavors yeah. that we're going to put in packaging. Um, the other 17 are available in bulk packaging and other packaging right now. And okay. we do it right here in Pensacola. Yeah. Awesome. So. Just- well, I was just going to say just another reason why veterans are so great. <laughs> um, uh, Awesome idea. Awesome. I love it. Thanks, Deb. What? Uh, okay. So the, pe- the, the packs that I see now are single drink mix, like, like one time, you know, one, whatever, 16 ounce drink. Correct. Um, 
Each one of them is a single serving, so you don't have to mix or you don't have to measure anything. You just add ice, water, um, and the um, alcohol if you want it. You can make mm-hmm. them virgin as well, and you just mix and pour. Mm-hmm. So it's that's the perfect cocktail every time. And to avoid measuring your alcohol, you just do a two-count pour, right? Let's just call it that, one, two, right? Sometimes maybe three, three and a half. Just depends on how your day's been. Correct. Yeah. Okay, so what seven flavors are available in that size? Um, we have the Mojito, the Appletini, the Cosmopolitan, the um, Chocolatini. Lemon Drop. The Lemon Drop. Yum. Um, and the Original Margarita. The Original. That's so cool, man. Okay, and so and then the other 17 flavors range from like, I mean, it's like Baskin-Robbins, dude. Correct. We have uh, flavors of the margarita um, um, uh, coming out. We have a hard Arnold Palmer with various flavors. Uh, we have an orange creamsicle. Rest his soul, by the way. He did yes. pass away the other yes. day. Uh, um, we have holiday flavors. We have an apple pie martini, a gingerbread martini, peppermint mochatini, and pumpkin spice. Uh, those are very good. Um, I know this will be a big hit, too, and I can't do cream sodas or any of that stuff, but orange creamsicle? It is fantastic. You like, don't you, Calvin? You like, you like creamsicle like stuff, creamsicle. don't you? Uh, depending on, on the drink, uh, I'm a whiskey guy and every or a margarita guy when it comes to myself. But yeah, yeah, uh, I think horchata is what it's called now. It's very popular. It's very, it's an orange creamsicle kind of uh, drink. Yeah, so. people like it. Now I've already had some YooHoo flashbacks from the chocolatini. Yeah, it was good though, right? And then now, like with the orange creamsicle, I'll have the push up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so remember those, man? Yeah. They were awesome. We're going to cover all of my childhood <laughs> indulgence. Yeah, there you go. Right, and we're marketing those um, in in a um, what we call a share pack. We put uh-huh. four drinks in a bag uh, that you can open up, add your ice, water, alcohol, zip it back up, shake it, um, mix it. Yeah. So I don't even need. I don't even. It, and we we uh, we give it to you with two straws, so you can take it to the beach, <laughs> you can take it to the pools, anywhere you can't have a glass container. Yeah. You can take the share pack with these drinks. In. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I don't need anything to mix it in. It's, it's all right. right. survival pack. <laughs> Man, seriously, like you guys just you made it really easy. Right. We also make them in pitcher packs. So they're pre-measured for mm-hmm. when you want to make a pitcher of these drinks and also a 20-pack. So if you like one of these uh, drinks in particular, instead of buying 20 individual packs, sure, there's 20 drinks in the pack with a scoop. And then you just yeah. scoop it right out of there and seal it back up when you're done. Awesome. So uh, I got to say, it sounds to me like you're about to corner a serious market that I don't think people realize they, they wanted or needed. Right. We have a sales team in Kansas City that's already in grocery, wine, and liquor stores, mm-hmm. and they have four um, activities going on right now that if any one of them hit, it's going to explode. If all four of them hit, we're going to get really big, and we're going to use that business model down here for the sales people that we're bringing on, and our first salesperson starts here in Pensacola on yeah. Thursday. So here's one of my favorite things that happens as an entrepreneur. If all of those people pull the trigger at the same time, you're like, oh, dude, we're screwed, dude, right? Well, we're, like, that's a great feeling to have, isn't it? We're ready for it. We're ready to scale. Are you? Okay. Yes, we are. Awesome. So, okay, so so obviously liquor stores, grocery stores, do you find yourself moving into the food service and the bar industry pretty quickly? Or Yes, and we want to do that through distributors. Yeah. Um, and we have several watching us right now. They don't want to get on board. Until yeah, they, they want to make sure you're hit. legit first, right? Yeah, Correct. I get it. Very cool. Do you have any restaurants now that are that are using this or sampling it for you and, and getting some feedback? Not yet. That's one of the um, things in Kansas City that we know is going to, what we hope is going to happen. Well, yeah. hope is not a plan, but we plan yeah. on that going to yeah. happen. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. All right, well, what's next for you guys? 
Um, what next? We we believe the um, entertainment um, industry, like the the Bay Center, mm-hmm. um, they're managed by uh, big groups. Sure. Um, and when we get into one center, we know that we can get into many. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's what's going to help us. We want to get into specialty retailers as well through the um, mail order uh, mm-hmm. through the internet as well. So, so do any of these drink mixes, will they make like frozen stuff? Yes, you, you make can a frozen, frozen margarita. You replace the water with ice. Yeah. You, you can also do shooters by eliminating the water and just use alcohol. <laughs> See, that's my kind of world right there, right? Simple and easy. <laughs> Believe me, we have a lot of fun in our shop when we test drinks. Yeah, oh, I bet. <laughs> Could I volunteer to be a tester? <laughs> yes, we have a lot of people that uh, love to be in our test. Yes, yes, you can. And yes, we will at some point. Okay. Yes. And, and my, I'm a veteran, too. I, I think I should be partners with you. There yes, you go. Got to share the love with the vets. Absolutely. That's right. Okay, so what are your target markets aside from just the distributors and bars? Like, where, like, who's the next big person that needs this? the The home bar is probably one of the 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 biggest, mm-hmm. um, and we know that's going to happen um, as we get it out into the uh, through through distributors and when it's available um, at stores. Yeah. The first store that it, it went into, um, there was a tailgate party um, that happened. Um, as people were heading off to the Kansas State Chiefs games, they stop at this store and buy a lot of their products. Um, and they sold out half the stock in one two-hour period um, wow. of what we provided. And so that goes with these people back home, and then that's going to drive sales to our website. So the direct-to-consumer is probably the, the, the biggest market yeah. um, that we have really haven't tapped into um, that's going to be residual from all the other things we uh, yeah we work uh, jeremy could probably get a couple more people at his house to parties if they knew that he wasn't necessarily responsible for mixing the drinks because well i'll tell you that I, I just, <laughs> <laughs> not from personal experience but i know that uh, building a a good home bar uh, is pretty expensive it's, yeah I yeah mean, I very much gonna add to that i mean a chaser when you're looking for margarita, whatever else you're looking at, what's spending? It's almost as much as the liquor. Seven dollars to thirteen dollars because you want to have a, a complete bar if someone comes in. So, so what is this uh, individually going to be priced at so people can know about it? Well, retailers are going to price it based on the price point they buy it from us, mm-hmm. uh, and we our production costs are very low, so we're going to get that to them where they have a very good margin. So we can't tell them what sure. they want to uh, price it at, but it's going to be below $2. For uh, for an individual one? or For, for an individual. A, okay. They can buy it from us in those bulk packs for, for cheaper. Yeah. Um, the nice thing about the home bar, when you have these at your bar during your party, you're going to fix the same drink, the same high quality every time. Every right. Time. Consistency. Um, and anybody can make a drink. Except for me, because I'm going to pour you a heavy hand, right? And then Calvin's going to pour, it's going to be a little less. But And the nice thing is, and after the, <laughs> after the night is done... <laughs> You don't have a refrigerator full of um, liquid mixers that may go bad by the right. next time you have your party. Yeah, or sticky, sugary yeah, stuff actually, all over your he, all over your bar. Right, I got a I got a Bacardi mixer that I liked at one point in time, and I didn't think it went bad. I I just assumed that because it was a concentrate of something, it was yeah. good as the Bacardi Long Island. And when I tasted it, I was like, oh wow, this just tastes like a sour syrup. Yeah, if, if you could, that's how I describe it. So you got to toss that, and that's what. Twelve dollars, thirteen dollars, yeah, in the garbage because you thought that it was going to last and it didn't. And you're looking forward to that drink, and now you don't have that. Exactly. Drink. Now yeah. you're and I'm sitting there screaming like, all right, well, what can I make this with? I had to go look for some ginger ale or cranberry juice or whatever, something that I used cranberry used in mm-hmm. college days or whatever. And it's not the same. So I agree. And as quickly as you can make these drink, you're back enjoying your company. 
yeah. and having fun with them instead of standing all night or all day at the yeah. bar. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about what, what I think is, is very important and very cool. And that is that you can pronounce all of the ingredients in each of your packages. Right. And it's all, is it all getting packaged and made here in the U.S.? Yes, it is. Awesome. Um, our packaging is made in the U.S. Um, we were approached early to outsource this. Um, and, of course, being veterans, there was no way we were ever going to think about doing that. So our, our, our packaging is made in the U.S. Our retail boxes are made in the U.S. The boxes we put them in are made in the U.S. Our shrink wraps made in mm-hmm. the U.S. Um, and we decided we weren't going to put preservatives in these drinks. Yeah. So how do you do that? We pay a little bit more for the yeah. drinks. For instance, our Mexican chocolatini has real cayenne, real nutmeg, real cinnamon. It's not the synthetics that you could put in and make it for a lot less. We decided to it's make like it. organic Yoo-Hoo. <laughs> we wanted to make these drinks really taste really good. Um, and we knew it was going to cost a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but that was a price that we wanted to pay, knowing that people would pay a little bit higher price for a really good quality drink. Yeah. I, I would, man. I'll tell you, it was good. So we, we tasted three or four flavors, and there were a couple I couldn't tell had alcohol in them, which I always like, right? You don't want that big, nasty vodka taste when you're when you're drinking a drink, which means also that the mixer was, there was some quality there, right? And exactly. None of them were too sweet, so I didn't feel like I was just sucking on a sugar cube. Um, the chocolatini really, I'm telling you, man, was really, it really was like, and I don't know if you, who's going to be pissed that I said this, but right. it, it really was like, like that's, it brought me back to sort of chocolate milk and being a kid for a second. Yeah. I mean, you really didn't taste the alcohol. Yeah. Which was a bit dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a little right? dangerous, but, right? Hey, yeah. Let me get a, let me get a full cup of, uh, a Yoohoo, please. I mean, a chocolatini. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I got a feeling too, that the other thing that comes into play here is that you don't have to worry about mixing mixers. And getting bad headaches and stuff because you're not mixing different sugars. Is that correct? Correct. It's a pure cane sugar. Yeah. In all it. of them. Right. It's not sucrose. It's not dextrose. It's not chemically yeah. derived sweeteners. Yeah. Which is huge. And a lot of people don't realize that that's what it is that gives you that horrible next morning. Well, always. that because you drank too much, right? But No, but yeah, you're right. The sweets and, 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 and the sugar. Yeah. Alcohol combination is a deadly combination. Yeah. And to be able to take one sugar, be able to drink that, it was smooth. You couldn't, it wasn't. You wasn't know, too sweet. It wasn't tart. You weren't like like squinting your eyes because it was too sweet. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, very cool, man. Well, let's tell everybody where they can get some more information, or if they want to try to carry your product, where they can get a hold of you. Sure, they can call our office. It's eight five zero six zero seven eight six six three, and it's Drinkits, and that's with a Z D R I N K I T Z dot com. Very cool. All right, we'll hang out for a little while. Absolutely, Keith. All right, we're good. And, and I'll tell you what. If you want to mix up another one while we're talking, I don't think any of us will uh, would mind. I think the margarita is up next. <laughs> Very yeah. cool. Okay, Deb, let's let's get right to it because your world has gotten quite busy in the last, oh, I don't know, what, six months? Well, actually. <laughs> last four years? <laughs> you're right because I did run for office in uh, 2014 uh-huh. also in the county commission race in District 2. And I have been a full-time candidate since then. Uh, I took a little bit of time off to uh, heal uh, from shaking so many hands, but uh, I'm back at it, at it again since uh, I filed in November of last year. Yeah. So, tell me about like like what is what's a day in your life right now? People talk all the time about you are so many places I can't even keep up with you. That's good. That um, means you're doing your job. I right? am doing my job. <laughs> it is so important to meet the voters and introduce yourself to them. So on some days I am going to maybe four or five events um, in a morning and 
back out in the afternoon to evening, uh, back up again in the morning and doing it again. You know, people tell me all the time, uh, will I see you again? Because I've never met Janet Holly, And I tell them, yes, you know, whether it's to greet you at the door or to help you through what they consider difficult situations. Uh, I plan to be there uh, in the office uh, daily helping and greeting customers as they come through. So let's talk about uh, what are you seeing and hearing in the communities? And I mean, because you are, you are touching so many different aspects of it. What, what are some of the challenges we're facing? In, as it relates to the tax collector office, you know, the community of Scambia County is growing and it's moving westerly, northerly, uh, but we don't have the offices in those areas. Uh, during the tenure of uh, Miss Holly, she closed the office in Century and Cantonment and opened up a joint office with the tax appraiser in Molino. But that left a gap there, especially for the residents of Century who are our poorest citizens. Um, when you look at um, the economics of Century, sure, and uh, so I, I see that as an issue. Um, a lot of them are going to uh, Jay, which is Santa Rosa County, and they are receiving the Jay is or, or Santa Rosa County is receiving the fees that we base our office on, our budget on, uh, for the services that they're providing there. So that is a revenue loss for our county. But, you know, I have to balance that with um, what it costs to train an individual and keep an individual hired in a job if we're not bringing in enough revenue. So there are things that we have to look at. You know, is it feasible to keep an office in Century based on how many people are going there? Or how do I provide services to those outlaying areas? We do have a mobile unit that we can bring in from motor vehicles, uh, division of motor vehicles. So, you know, those are some of the ideas that I have. But the thing that we have to look at the most is how do we serve our customers, which is the residents of Escambia County, in the best way possible. Still keep a great budget, uh, use our the revenues that we have in the most efficient way, yet meet the needs of our consumers. Very neat. Okay, so tell me what's working for us. Because, you know, everybody always says, well, what's wrong? What What's right? What is working for us is technology. And they have some great systems uh, that have come down from many different places uh, where you can use your iPhone, uh, as I pick mine up in my hand. And uh, it's called, uh, I believe it's called Qlist, where you can text ahead and say, I want to come in and get uh, this service done. And uh, what is my wait time? When Mm -hmm. can I check in? And they will text you back so that you can uh, not show up at the office and stand there and wait, but you can go and do your shopping and come back when they text you. So there are those services. You can also do things online. You know, a lot of people uh, do do things online, but a lot of people like to come into the office. So we have to be able to handle those people that want to come into the office Mm -hmm. in a more efficient way, but also get the word out to people about what we can do online and how much faster that will get you your transaction done. Um, And the uh, Department of Revenue is working on that. There are new systems coming online that will make it easier for the customer service agent to handle 
our transactions quicker. Yeah. But those are years down the road. Right. I'd like uh, to ask something here. Um, sure. Look at me as the guy who's young and getting to know the political scene and knows about city commissioners and, and knows about the mayor, but doesn't really get into depth. You're talking about tax questions. I hate taxes. I mean, <laughs> sure. so, so explain to me, because uh, I feel like there's a lot of guys like me out there um, who just don't know. Who just don't know. What is, what's the tax collector actually doing besides collecting taxes? Because you, you're talking about having an office, looking at Century, having this app to schedule an appointment. Why would we be scheduling an appointment with you? Because I, I honestly don't know. Well, it, for the last 10 years, the tax collector office has done a lot more than collect the property taxes. They have become a convenience store of sorts for your driver's license, your motor vehicle registration, business licenses, uh, uh, also for your fishing licenses and hunting licenses. And just in the last couple of years, uh, several offices across, about 10 offices across the state have now begun doing the applications for concealed weapon uh, permits. Oh. So, but those offices are very limited. Um, there's only, like I said, 10 in our off. We have one office here in Escambia County in Warrington. So let me get back to that word convenience stores. And that's pretty much what they are. Um, because there are so many areas uh, that uh, don't have, when the, Department of Motor Vehicle Services was doing your driver's license, they were not in every county. So they decided to bring them into the tax collector office because every county had one of those. So you didn't have to travel. You didn't have to mail it away. You could now come to your tax collector office and get that done. So they charge a fee for that, and that allows us to do it um, and bring the service home. You know, like if you had a hurricane here and you lost your driver's license, in the old day, you had to mail away for it. Now you can go to your local tax collector office and get that replaced. So it is a convenience store of sorts okay. for a lot of different things. And all those things used to be separate entities too, right? Yes. I mean, you had to go to the DMV to do your driver's license. You had to go to the business administration office to do your Correct. business stuff. The agriculture uh, department was the one that was taking care of your concealed weapon mm -hmm. license. And that was a, a very big deal to um, the tax collector office lobbied with the agriculture office to get that done and into the tax collector office. Yeah. So, cause I'm with you, man, when somebody says the word tax collector, I think of like medieval times with the, the knights walking around <laughs> with the barrel waiting to collect the gold in the back. Right. So, so, uh, to know that they do all this. And of course I, I, I live in, I live in Santa Rosa County, but right down the road from us is there, is there, I guess annex or, or Santa Rosa County Center, but it houses all of that stuff as mm -hmm. well. So, and now that we have been in business, it's been nice to have one stop shop for that kind of stuff. Right. And, you know, Santa Rosa has three offices. We have four. Yeah. Uh, Escambia is in the, is in need of another office. You know, I, you know, like when you go to a grocery, I mean, a, a, a store or um, like shopping and somebody asks you for your zip code, they're tracking you know, mm -hmm. where you're coming from, how far are you driving to get here? Do I need to place a store in that area? And I think we need to do something like that with the tax collector office um, to track where do we need a store? How far are people driving? I hear all the time that people are uh, going to Molino because they know they can get, get in quicker. It's kind of like how people used to go from uh, the hospitals over in 
uh, Escambia County, they'd drive over to Gulf Breeze Hospital because they mm-hmm. knew the weight was lo- less. Sure. You know, it's not so much anymore, by the way. <laughs> no, you're right. You're absolutely right. But that's what happens. You know, people use um, tax collector offices where they think the service is better or uh, quicker, and then you you've got people driving all over the county in different directions. So. We just have to look at it in a different way. Yeah. So I guess your approach, uh, Deb, if you were to get in and do things, is to increase that visibility and to improve that aspect of, hey, you don't have to go to Molina. You can come over here. We're working on that. That's what you're you're looking to do. As a tax collector, you're looking to bring efficiency to, to uh, uh, really, I see you. You work for residential, yeah, but you work a lot more for business owners. Like he said, oh, we have three or four businesses we put together. And being able to just go across the street and deal it at one location, God bless, and then having to go to you know, you or know, mail it in or you know, you know any it, of that right. stuff. Yeah, especially Absolutely. with the important documents like that, right? Yeah. You, yes. you want to make sure you have your license in your hand before you leave, <laughs> right? And and one of the largest businesses that uses the tax collector office is a car dealer. They put through so many tags, yeah, and they have to do this in bulk. And that was one of the issues that first came to mind uh, when I started. Uh, this race uh, was they can only do two transactions at a time. Then they have to get in the back of the line. They hire people to process these for them and it costs them money to do that. So we have to look at um, handling this better for them because they are taking those services to Santa Rosa County because it is easier to do that. Again, we're losing the revenue on that. So we have to get that back. So how would you fix that dealership issue? Is it with technology as well? Would you give them an option for doing tags online or anything like that? I don't know that I can do that, but I know that I can provide better service in the offices and, again, perhaps look at where we need another office to take the load off the offices near, uh, and that's the W Street. Sometimes you can only do certain transactions under the current administration at certain offices. So maybe we need to broaden that. Um, a lot of times if you go to that office on W Street, there's only uh, two out of the three lanes open at a time. Uh, so, I, you know, we have to look at the way we operate currently. Um, the offices are open from 830 to 430, I believe. Um, could we look at maybe having Saturday hours or maybe one day we stayed open past the time that you get off work? You know, if you get off at five, why shouldn't I stay open until 530 to handle some of your transactions? Or maybe we'll have a flex time where one day we start at nine or we open at eight. You know? I'll tell you what, that is one of the things I love about my bank. That was one of the big factors is like, can I get off at five o'clock and get some transactions? Mm-hmm. And I know everything's online and all of that. But bottom line is sometimes I like to talk to a person when I'm depositing a check. Right. <laughs> right. right. You know, so because you're open until 530, I mean, that was a huge choice for on me. a Friday. A lot, yeah. a lot of banks do that. Yeah. So even if I did that once a week, uh, once a month. Yeah. Um, you know, I know that the uh, tax appraiser office has uh, Saturday hours during tax time. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's January through April. So, you know, these are things that you can look at um, to better serve your consumer. OK. So what's next for your uh, journey down campaign trail well we're starting to mail to the uh we no longer call it absentee ballots because you do not have to be absent they are called vote from home and uh so we're starting to mail to them and uh looking forward to uh the last six weeks of uh, the campaign yeah 
Yeah. So you're trucking it now. This yes. is this is go time, huh? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let everybody know where they can find out some more information about you or, or, or get any more information. Sure. It's uh, electdebmore.com. Uh, e- it's at electdebmore on Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, Debmore for Escambia County Tax Collector. Um, or any of the 5,000 places you're going to be in the next six exactly. weeks, right? Yes, <laughs> exactly. Great. Deb, can I just say, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here listening uh, to all of the, the, the things that you're saying, and it would be so easy to get into the weeds of all of the work uh, that is done by the tax collector's <laughs> office. Uh, but what I keep hearing, I keep hearing a recurring theme about service to the people that you serve. And I just, uh, I, I'm sitting here listening to all of the different conversations that you could be having. Sure. But you're having this conversation and every question that you're asked, you're, you're continuing about, um, what is what is the best way uh, to serve the people that use our services? And that's honestly that's quite refreshing from a from a client service, a customer service standpoint. But uh, you, you don't typically think of government entities as being client focused, yeah. service focused. So I just I, I'm just digging the conversation. Well, and I appreciate that so much. Look, I'm I'm up against um, somebody who is being endorsed by the retiring. Uh, uh, current tax collector who has been in that office for 12 years. If you haven't made those changes yet in the last 12 years, it's time for somebody new. Sure. Thank you for that. I'm just digging it. Okay. Well, but I think you, you point out a very uh, uh, important fact and one that uh, uh, Calvin and I see on a daily basis lately, especially within the entrepreneurial and the younger business minded community. And that is, People are starting to really make their decisions based off philosophies and theologies and, and whatever you want to call it like that, where it's, it's about what the end consumer needs and what they're truly using and what they're going to use and what they are telling you they are going to use as opposed to just doing something because you want to do it, right? We're all out there now to kind of service a need. Uh, uh, fill a hole, find whatever the niche is that, that sometimes even creating a need, mm-hmm. but it's coming from, and, and I say this in our world, maybe not so much in everybody else's, but definitely here through the CIE and through the entrepreneurial stuff that we do, but there's a lot more of this, this sort of, uh, and I'm going to say it, it's, it's heart centered, but it's a different way of doing business that way. And it's really leading to some great productive quality things and some really cool ideas. Right, that people are coming up with in a whole different way of uh, of moving forward and building a foundation in this country. So if we if we build a, a business based on a model of what the client wants, that's a good thing. I would think so. Wow, I know, amazing, crazy. <laughs> I know, isn't it's it? It's just kind of neat that way, and it's like, wow, really? But it's that simple, right? <laughs> right but it's yeah. all wrapped up in all kinds of other right. stuff. So right. But um, all right. So Jeremy, this brings us to you, man. What is new in your world? Because it's been a while since we've hung out and talked. Yeah, it is, and and um, just I'm going to go out on a limb and just say, man, I miss you. It's just crazy. I, I know. Um, Between the two of us, we like you got to <laughs> surprise me on days, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you again for inviting me, and, I, yeah. and I'm just I'm in great company. I've got somebody in front of me who is um, who has created a product that I think is missing in the market, and I just I, I love that. Love the idea that you can uh, just just take an idea and run with it. Um, it needs to have been done. Somebody's not done that, and I'm the guy to do that. So I really, really appreciate 
Thanks, just Jim. how cool that is. You get to live vicariously to the other entrepreneurs since you, I, since I you kind of headed, headed out, right? Oh, yeah, I it. <laughs> um, I, I left the, I, I got off the entrepreneurial uh, roller coaster about two years ago and I love it. I have, I have enjoyed the thrill ride. And so I'm sort of on that, uh, that journey right now, but, um, I just, I live through other entrepreneurs. Um, and then I'm, I'm in great, uh, company because, uh, I think Jesus, really enjoyed tax collectors as well. And so I, I'm just in great company. Um, but what's new in my world? <laughs> so what's new in my world? Well, I, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to tag on the, the conversation that you just had, um, you know, asking about what the client wants and what's going on in, um, in, in their mind and how do we need to serve them? That was kind of the piece that you were yeah. talking about. So one of the really cool things that's, that's new in our world and you don't hear, um, financial advisors say, cool a whole lot but this is really cool and i'm excited about it um edward jones which i'm a i'm an advisor with edward jones but uh, we've created this really good way to communicate with your advisor which um, until now hasn't really been available out there uh, there's so many regulations on how you can communicate with your sure. financial advisor and, and all of that but um we we went on this initiative that said who are we serving what do they want and they want options. They want convenience. But at the same time, they want to know that we're protecting their information. And so we've created this system that actually allows you from your phone to text your financial advisor in their branch. And that's not out in the um, in the, in the little digital world that I don't understand. Right. I don't, I don't get that. Um, but that goes in through a secure system that then messages your branch. And so um, your financial advisor or the or the office administrator is sitting there, and all of a sudden we receive instant notification. Maybe this is a dangerous thing for me to tell everybody, um, but I'm really excited about yeah. it because how many people are walking around that have a question and and um, not necessarily able to call or uh, hey I, he may be in an appointment or something like that, but just put that out there immediately and know w- without a shadow of a doubt that your uh, your question that your concern that your uh, issue is going to be immediately taken care of. It's phenomenal. So when it goes to your branch, anybody qualified to answer that can answer that, or does it come directly to you or how does that work? Cause again, you're going to be in a meeting, right? Or you might be on the phone or you could be driving, right? Not able to kind of respond. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's a great question. Who sees that? Who touches that? And so the Edward Jones model is pretty cool. Uh, you have one advisor and then you have one, um, like just wingman, like a, yeah. <laughs> uh, you have a goose, and uh, <laughs> goose was a real or something. I don't know. I, I, sh- I should probably brush up on that. But um, you have mm-hmm. an administrative partner, and and you two, both of you, get that message, get that interaction, and there's systems in place for how we manage that and when we answer that and how we do that. Uh, but nobody else sees that. Uh, home office doesn't see that. Our 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 branch sees mm-hmm. that question, sees that answer, um, and, and it's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. So I'm going to go ahead and assume here that this isn't just something that Edward Jones says, oh, you know, it'd be cool if you could just text people. I got a feeling that this was obviously a need and and, a, and, a, and an opinion that, that was answered. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. So we, I feel like Edward Jones does a great job at figuring out how to serve our clients where they live. Yeah. That's the whole model anyway. I mean, we've got one office in a neighborhood. We've got uh, one office with one advisor with with a, an administrative partner, and it's where you live and it's where you work. And so we've kind of got that niche that, hey, we serve you where you live kind of thing. And, mm-hmm. and uh, so many of us do live 
in the context of our phone. I'm, lo- I'm looking around our table, and we still we all have our phones here. They're often on vibrate mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But we still have our phones here, and just to know that uh, that quickly you can have a conversation with your financial advisors is just a huge deal. Yeah, and let's face it: when people want to talk about their money, they want answers and they want it quick. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. and and it, I'll tell you the phone aspect. I didn't have a phone for what like the last. What, oh my like gosh! Like literally three hours ago, he finally got his phone back. Man, I thought I was going to strangle him. <laughs> and it's only been what f- a week? But maybe a week. Maybe a week. It's like the end shit. of the world, man. But it's like you can't get in co- as a as a business loan. Mm-hmm. Not more personally, but as a business loan. I'm not talking yeah. about Facebook or anything. It's just being able to answer a, con- a call, fi- uh, see who's actually giving you a call. Yeah. Not you know. Well, not that, I think it. I think that was even worse. Like he had a phone, but the screen was cracked. Right, so he <laughs> couldn't answer. He couldn't see who was calling. So not only did he have a phone, but then he couldn't do anything with it. That's that's like the bamboo shoots under the fingernails, man. It, it, it really showed me how much business wise I'm dependent on the phone. Yeah, personal wise, um, you know, we we're at home. I'm like, I got who needs to call me, my yeah. wife. But at work, I mean, that's my main point of contact. So, so be able to have that text call to your point is. Yeah. It's essential. Essential. We've noticed with one of the, especially with Grub Ninja, because that's the platform that that Calvin works off of is mobile, which is about 81% of most of the internet business transactions, searches going on in this world today are coming from your phone. Most services, in general, everything, yeah, 81% are going going with that. I mean, uh, uh, to talk about Grub Ninja and everything else, that's what I've been doing for the last two months in, in, in my little uh, cave, I've been trying to figure out what customers want, you know, what, what, how can we service company? How can we get to the customer so they can see it? And one of the big things that we saw with that and with many things that we transitioned, 81% of the people are, are, are looking They're at on their phone. phone. Yeah. yeah. And that's a, the, and that's at any given time. It's not like, Oh, from, from eight to five, it's 81, it's 81% 24 hours a day. I mean, that's just the way you do business yeah. now. It is. And I, and I guess I'll go into my Grub Ninja from there. Was that an introduction? Well, it was kind of, but I do want to know. I mean, I, I had a question know. for Jeremy. Yeah, no, first. ask him because I, I got one more for him too, so yeah. go ahead. So my my question for you before we went into that is um, you're an entrepreneur, but now you, you live vicariously through entrepreneurs? You better believe it. Uh, so yeah. so what does that mean? I mean, you did they did what you did. You loved it. You found out your well, let's guy. tell him tell him what Go you did, Jeremy, because it was pretty impressive. I mean, he wasn't just tinkering in the backyard. Man, you you teed it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I you know um, I, I like a lot of us do. I, I kind of went on this path, and then um, in in some way, shape, fashion, or form, the path didn't seem quite as rosy. And so um, I got on the entrepreneurial roller coaster. Um, Mainly because I like to uh, sleep indoors and eat, and, and I just and I found out that I loved it. Um, it 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 turned out to be something that, that just really I, I loved the start and I loved the the build. And so um, I, I did a couple things. I had a company that did uh, EFIS for those of you that don't know. Just call I it know stucco. what EFIS is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounded odd. That sounded like a negative experience. With and, and some people have that. That's a that's a that's a sore subject for a lot of people. Some people have. What is uh, well, it's the outside coating on our building, which yeah. has to be replaced every ten years. Oh, that shouldn't be, but I get it. Okay. Yeah, I get it. Um, so I did that, um, and uh, did that for a couple of years. Um, started another business that um, manufactured um, cabinets and, and wood case goods and things like that. 
Um, and then from there, uh, turned all of our competition into customers by servicing that industry uh, with cabinet doors and moldings. And so uh, when we sold that business a little over two years ago, uh, we were the we were the biggest of the small manufacturers or the smallest of the big man. I don't know. I don't know what we yeah, were. Yeah, whatever it man, works. It you got great. a trophy, right? Yeah, yeah it was cool. <laughs> um, uh, uh, um, loved that business. Super, super automated. Just lots and lots and lots of fun. I loved my clients. I loved my uh, my my guys that worked with me. Uh, loved the process. But um, you know, just just teeing that up, uh, I had this heart. This 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 thing that just wouldn't die and as and as often as I tried to put out that fire um, I just believed that I was supposed to be doing the work that I that I do now uh, but I got a real heart for entrepreneurs because I, I know where you're at and I know what you've been through I know what you're going through and I know what you're gonna go through because I, I lived that um, and so one of my main focuses one of my main goals is to help entrepreneur entrepreneurs you know figure all of that out and do the things um, that they're really too busy to do Mm-hmm. help them to understand that they do need to pay themselves and they do need to provide for their families and they do need to uh, build some value outside of the business from the business. Yeah. So, um, great, great question. Great question. So, but, but on the other side of that too, and I think, and this is because Jeremy and I have, have had this conversation a couple of times before, but you know, probably financial being a financial advisor, whether working for Edward Jones or anybody else, you're almost still in that entrepreneurial sort of mindset, right? Because you're not necessarily pulling a salary every day and you, you are having to network and talk to people probably a little bit more than some of the normal entrepreneurs, right? Because you're all about relationships, right? And, and, and you have to hustle for lack of a better term, but you've got to get out there and you've got to, you know, you got to do what you do because you're hanging your own, you're hanging your own roof. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Um, and you take one look at me and the first thing that pops in your mind is, is hustle, right? Oh, I was totally yeah, thinking I mean, hauling oats, but hustle is good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say it. Um, it's probably true. But it's um, no, you know, I mean, that's, that's a, that's a good point. I, I do. Um, everything that I do is from the perspective of a business owner. You know, I've got to make business decisions, but, um, you're, you're absolutely right. Before I'm a business owner, I'm a relationship owner. And yeah. I, and I feel like I own the relationships that we have with our clients. And I think that's the, the ownership of that relationship is the best foundation for my best work for people. And yeah. so, um, yeah, act like an entrepreneur, run a business like a business owner, but we'll always be a relationship manager. Yeah. yeah. And Very I think cool. to add on to your relationship manager, I mean, a lot of people start up. But then a lot of people are just startups versus entrepreneurs, right? And I think you can make that distinction when they start learning the pains of of ROIs, return of investments, of of, of metrics and metrics, and, yeah. and, and, and <laughs> the reality of, what, of the what case. What do you say? P's and L's. Right? Yeah, yeah, P and L's and laser focus. Exactly right. <laughs> so, because uh, that that you know, we're at that point with, with uh, Grub Ninja and with many other things we grab of figuring out that that ROI metric because that's so essential uh, to, to to see what you're going to avoid, what you're going to continue with, right? Yeah. So So. You could have somebody that's starting up and has no idea what you're talking about. So you got to continue and, and kind of filter through that. You'll help that person, but they don't really understand. You got to find someone like myself who's sitting here and like, yeah, I get what you're saying. Come yeah. and help me. Yeah. I, I don't have much money, but I'll figure something out. Yeah, right. God, I don't want to deal with that. It's such a huge headache. I'm, I'm the technical genius guy. 
that's what I want to do with. Yeah. yeah. There, there's some people, I mean, you have that conversation with some people and, and some people say a, a P and L is that, is that one of Ken's flavors? Um, that, I mean, it may be, I'm, I'm looking through the list trying to find if, if that's one of them it should be, might be on the um, idea list. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> and it might be heavily loaded with alcohol, <laughs> yeah. but, but I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, we can always, uh, we can always move people in the, in the direction based on where they're at. And, and so you didn't start out understanding ROI. You didn't start out understanding P and L. You just had this dream and you went for it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the heart of an entrepreneur. Look, we're going to have to figure all of this other junk out as we go. But don't ever lose focus of the idea, the heart, the the drive, the thing that uh, the thing that first caused you to quit your high paying job and go do this crazy thing. Yeah, just never never lose focus on that. And in the process, hustle up enough money to pay somebody to help you figure the. Uh, the I was to say that's your biggest resource is to learn how to be resourceful. Yep. that's it. Because yep. you don't need to know how to do it all. You just need to know to find the right person. Exactly. Exactly. You know, exactly. <laughs> we, we have learned that one on the, the hard way a couple of times. So, all right, Jeremy, if people want some more information or to find out, or you got any events coming up that, that are going on soon? I do. Um, I have a, um, so there's so much conversation right now around social security. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's so many questions. There's so many things that people are wanting to try and learn and understand about that. And so um, I'm actually on uh, you had to ask me and I had to think of the date, October 17th, Monday night, October 17th, 6 PM. Um, you, you have the opportunity to sit and listen to a vice president for one of, um, uh, the largest financial institutions in America, but he is actually a, uh, uh, social security like savant or something. He understands the system better than anybody. And so I'm putting together a dinner where he's going to, he's going to come and, and meet with some of our clients and stuff and just kind of help them figure out what all of this is about and, yeah. and what those options really mean. Yeah. So it's really cool. Uh, October 17th, you can always go to edwardjones.com. Find me, uh, because you can search, uh, local advisors. I'm in Gulf breeze. And so you can find me there. Uh, and then I always have my events and stuff up on the website. So, okay. Yeah. And where's your office too? If anybody wants to come by and just, Poke their head in, surprise you one day. <laughs> um, who does that? Yeah, right. Uh, that is, uh, that's uh, 217 Fairpoint Drive, and that's in Gulf Breeze. If you know uh, the Gulf Breeze area, that's the, the proper, and it's mm-hmm. in the residential area. So it's cool. Yeah, right there before you uh, head to the rec center. Yep. Yeah, very yeah. cool. Well, thanks for hanging out or dropping by and surprise, and I'm glad to get to sit in today. Always fun. Awesome. All right, Calvin, let's go, man. Let's lay it on them with, with Grub Ninjas since I've come put you on hold here for long enough. <laughs> no worries, no worries. I just want to add on when you think uh, entrepreneurial startups, start to start thinking about your profits and loss now. Yeah. Start thinking about the return of investments now. Start measuring what you need to do. And if you don't understand it, again, reach out to Jeremy. He'll help you out. But do that when you start Find and somebody. have the capital yeah. to yeah. do it. Not when you're, you're at that point where you're like, oh, well, we, yeah, we should have done that one yeah, two years ago. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So um, as everyone knows, or if they haven't known yet, I'm Calvin with Grub Ninja. You think of local restaurants, of fresh food, awesome beer and wine, and being it being deliciously delivered, think of Grub Ninja. Um, we have 60-plus restaurants on there. I just told you briefly earlier about the research we've been doing, requests that we've been getting, and we have pizzerias on there. We have Philly places on there. We have Asian cuisine, Greek, Italian, uh, um, 
sandwich places Jersey Mike's is on there. Yeah, Fire I don't think there's any there. kind of cuisine that they make that you guys don't have. I, I again, I've been when I've I've heard of what people wanted and we've gone out and got it. You know, so yeah. so that's what we try to do an all in one uh, stop shop for you to get any type of takeout order that you want. Um, we also provide alcohol through Beer Me. Well, let me state that beer and wine. Beer and wine. So we have uh, and maybe even drink kits if we can get the two of them connected hey, too. Huh? I, I, that's what I was thinking about, right? But we have Lagers, we have Porters, we have uh, uh, Merlots, we have Ziffendales. All of that you can find with GrubNinja.com or GrubNinja app, which you can download on your iPhone or, or you can download it on, on any on Android. Android. Yeah. Man, uh, I was about to ask you that. If uh, For those of us who don't lose our phone, uh, how, yeah. <laughs> no, he didn't lose it. That was the that was the worst part. He just cracked the screen. Just cracked. It. <laughs> he was forced to be sent to the torture. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going through there and and uh, pulling up that app because I'm. I'm uh, yeah, you want to yeah. put Grub Ninja one word in there. Um, uh, once you go there, you'll be able to download. Yeah, it. iTunes Store, the Google Play. Yeah, yep. Google Play from there. And again, you'll find sixty plus restaurants on there for you to choose at your leisure. Um, City Speed does all of our deliveries. Uh, I believe in heart centered, keeping it local. Uh, um, and that is heart centered doing, uh, I'm heart centered, uh, City Speed doing mm-hmm. all the deliveries. I vetted them out again, doing my research, found a couple other ones, won't name them, just know that they're not reputable and I don't want to use them. Right. Anything that I've heard about City Spree, any customer that's come, it's just great service. So that's why I chose them yeah. for the delivery aspect. Well, and Ron and Patty are pretty cool. Awesome. Awesome yeah. people. <laughs> uh, um, then there's Beer Me, and again, they actually have a refrigerated fridge come to you, uh, a refrigerated truck. Yeah. So your your drinks are always going to come cold, Chris, so you can get yourself some Santino's pizza. And at the same time, if you want some uh, 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 Blue Moon. I or you say, want don't, some, don't say Miller Lite or Coors Light. <laughs> it's I'm genius, not, man. It really is. It, it's it, genius. Uh, whichever you want, we got both. We got Miller Lite. <laughs> That's right. For those who love it. Or he's got the high end and stuff. We, and we got the new Belgium, if you want that as well. Uh, that's what we're doing there. Um, I'd like to officially say that Grub Ninja is part of the Catalyst Group. And the Catalyst Group, uh, when you think of that, you think of the ignition to start your brand evolution. We deal with audio, video, we deal with digital, everything that has to do, and experiential marketing. Everything that has to do with your brand and getting it out there. And telling uh, your story. Exactly. Myself, Keith, Joe, who is our visual genius, uh, um, we sat uh, through last three, four months and tried to say, hey, we want to do this for a customer. Uh, uh, you know, as you see, as you hear Deb and everyone sitting here, they're talking about their story. We wanted to take it a step above that and sit down with everybody and say, okay, what else do you need? Um, I myself, being the technical guy, I've dedicated myself on doing the research on the digital side to um, figure out the best return on investment on a marketing budget. Yeah. And I say return on investment because I can say that I've been with certain companies and worked with certain people where I've dished out a $1,000 a month marketing and got zero returns. Not even return on the money I made, but zero returns. So you can say I had a negative 100% return on investment, <laughs> right? Because nothing came out of it. And so when anybody thinks of marketing, they have this bad taste because they don't get their money back. Or they don't define it. their metrics. Exactly. So we're defining our metrics now. We're using uh, uh, Google AdWords, which is the number one. We're not going to any. We don't have our own custom dashboard. Everything we provide you is from the person who creates it, Google. We're going to tell you, hey, look, this is how much it costs. This is how much you spent. 
uh, and, and this is how much you're paying us. And you, because of that, you made, you paid it back. You mm-hmm. got that money in that month and you made 20% return of investment. Yeah. Or, or whatever it is, but you've got something to measure against. And, and we don't, another thing we don't do is we don't sit there and sell it to people. We sit there and talk to you. We're going to be like, Hey, this works for you or this doesn't work for you. But the point is we wanted to go to every marketing aspect that we could. So you have a one-stop shop to sit down and say, Hey, this is what we do. Yeah. This is how you can do it. Or this is how you don't want to do it because you won't make money back from doing it. Yeah. And this happened because we just listened to people who told us what they needed. Imagine that. There's a theme. There is a, there is a theme. (laughs) And campaigns do that as well. Yeah. You you gotta have ROI and, uh, you know, you have to listen to people and, uh, in order to get our return, of course, is yeah. votes. Yeah. I got to say, sure. I thought it was just me not knowing, but it's kind of crazy how many people deal with a company or a person and tell me when we talk about metrics, have no idea. Just because they don't know how to gauge it. Technology, even though it's been around five years, seven years yeah. or whatever, it's still new to so many people. Yeah. And Defining your outcome. Yeah. No, it's still new. It's like, yeah. But we, because you, you did it for 20 years one way, and that provided you results. How you got it, you don't know, but it provided you results. Right. So to say, hey, this is how we gauge it, most people are like, I don't even know how to gauge that. So Keith, myself, Joe, we sat down, we're like, man, how do we do this? And we just started listening to people, sitting yeah. here talking to you guys and saying, what's the pain? How uh, do we go? Yeah. The, you know, my son just graduated from USF with a degree in international oh, business and marketing. I was going to say UF. I was about to freak out. Bulls. <laughs> uh, my wife's a bull. Wife, really? Yeah, so I lived, awesome. I was out there. Um, uh, I'm a TikTok girl guy, so my degrees kind of didn't mean anything, so I stopped halfway. <laughs> well, and, and that's fine. Um, but, you know, he always told me it's not the grades you make, it's the hands you shake. Yes. And it is. It's the conversations you have with those hands that you're shaking as you go along. And I have learned so much that way. You know, I I always make the joke, though, maybe that was just his way of covering up for all the grades he didn't make. Um, <laughs> well, you bought it. He, you, bought, you bought it. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> absolutely. He is working in his field, you know, so that is, you know, always a plus. But um, you're absolutely right. You have to go out there and shake hands and, you know, network and, and meet people, talk to them, learn so much from them. Uh, you have to be a good listener, and that's important too. Um, I've written down two things that Jeremy said already. Um, you can uh, use them. He'll invoice you later. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> we serve you where you live. I love that. And relationship manager. Um, I don't know if those are trademarked, but um, not yet. But they're they about to be. <laughs> yeah. I just circled it. The okay. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's what I do. I I hate to say. It, you know, if I can pat myself on the back, that's what I do best is going out there and listening to people. And, uh, you know, you've got to take something away from that. And this is what I love about sitting around this table right now. Fantastic, man. That's a sound bad I'm saving. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, we are running out of time, but I do want to thank all of you for coming in. Kevin, what did we drink while everybody was talking? That's the margarita. Whew, that one was good. It was cold, too. It was and good. We had it, it was for cold. a while, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to add that, that. The drink stayed cold, and it was here for a good five, ten, well, yeah. for me, probably five Without minutes. ice in it. But yeah, without yeah. ice, yeah, and it was just cold. Yeah, which I like. I like cold liquor as mm-hmm. opposed to, yeah, very good. All right, you guys, you can find us at P-Cola Radio X on Twitter. You can find us at P-Cola BRX on Facebook, or you can find us on our website at Pensacola.BusinessRadioX.com. 
Again, I want to thank all of our guests for joining us today. And this has been Pensacola Business Radio, where business is good and your work matters.